It's Friday, July 31, which means we're knocking on the door of August 1, when everybody and their mother is going to flood into the fantasy football world to consume information. But you've already been here. You've been here all year absorbing, taking it all in. Yeah. Glad I could grace you with my presence. You're ahead of the curve. You're going to dominate your league. Let's break down the players in the news as of July 31st, heading into August 1. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, Antonio Brown, LaShawn McCoy, Kenny Galladay, and more. Intro. Top five running back. You're watching the Fantasy Football Show. Smitty. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has nobody standing in his way right now. If you've been living under a rock, then you didn't hear that Damian Williams is opting out of the 2020 fantasy football season, which means Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has an open path to the starting lineup. Now, yes, he could be eased in a little bit as he learns to pass protect in that offense, as he learns to absorb one of the the toughest offenses to absorb in the NFL. But Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is a special special talent that played on one of the best teams in college football and played for the best college football quarterback in the game in 2019. Now he goes to play with the number one quarterback in the NFL in the NFL's number one offense, a spread out attack catered to his skill set. This couldn't be drawn up any better. There is no better blueprint out there for a guy like Clyde Edwards-Hilaire with his skill set, with the belief that this team has in him. All of it lines up. The writing is on the wall. If you haven't heard the story, let me tell it real quickly. The GM for the Chiefs went to Andy Reid, handed him said piece of paper. It said Clyde Edwards-Hilaire on it. Beach says, go check this guy out. He's as good as Brian Westbrook. Andy Reid says, I will take that. Thank you. Let me go check this out. Andy Reid watches film. Andy Reid returns to Beach and says, no, he's not as good. He is better than Brian Westbrook. Remember that Brian Westbrook was scouted by Andy Reid himself and Andy Reid turned him into a fantasy football monster. So for Andy Reid to say that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is better than said Brian Westbrook, it's pretty impressive. And so then, one hour before the 2020 NFL draft, Beach and Reid text message Patrick Mahomes and say, Patty, you can have anybody in the draft at the skill positions. Who do you want? He texts back, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Actually, strike that. He just said, Clyde, says the story. Andy Reid and Veach both want this man, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the human bowling ball, the guy that made defenses that were drafted. These players drafted in the first round of the 2020 NFL Draft. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire made these people look like fools on the field countless times over and over. These are the best defensive players in college football that he did this to. He's tested. He's proven. He played in an offense that used him. They used him more and more in the third and fourth quarter. They leaned on him as a grinded out between the tackle runner. This is not some shifty slash type player that plays pass catching football only and he'll run a little bit in the between the tackles. No, 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 no. This is a workhorse running back. I said it. I don't care how small he is. He's a workhorse running back. When he gets enough touches, he will thrive. That's my quick version. I didn't want to beat a dead horse with you because I've told that story multiple times. I've also told the story that Joe Burrow has said that Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is the best player he's ever been on a team with or played with. And he's played with both Bosa brothers, Zeke Elliott, Michael Thomas, the list goes on and on. Chase Young, I've told that story a lot too. But everybody that doubts him, and, and there aren't a ton of people, everybody's annoyingly jumping on board of the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire train now. It's kind of, It's been full. We've been conducting this train way before any of you tried to jump on it. But even so, 
more annoying than the people now jumping on and saying, oh, you sure? You're my six, number six running back. More annoying than that are the people that are still doubting him. He's too small. He's not a between the tackles runner. Do you even watch football? Have you gone back and watched the film? Have you gone on YouTube and typed in Clyde Edwards human bowling ball Hilaire? Watch the guy play before you open your mouth and talk about this guy not being a between the tackles workhorse. He's a Maurice Jones Drew in 2020. He's going to be the closest thing we've ever seen to Maurice Jones Drew develop at the NFL level. People cannot tackle this guy because of his low center of gravity. And he's built like a wall. He's stocky. He looks bigger than Maurice Jones-Drew did. And he absorbs hits even better than Maurice Jones-Drew did. I have no doubts about Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being a top five running back in fantasy football for the future. And I rank him right behind Dalvin Cook. I've got McCaffrey and Barkley at 1-2. Barkley, McCaffrey, whatever order you want to throw those two in. Give me Zeke Elliott and Kamara next. Give me Dalvin Cook, especially because you can cuff Madison to Cook. You can cuff Murray to Kamara, and you can cuff Pollard to Zeke Elliott. That makes those three running backs rank ahead of Clyde because you know what you have. You have locked and loaded top five running back material with those cuffs, those super cuffs. But past Dalvin Cook, I'm okay with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire being the number six running back. And a lot of other people are getting on board with that now. Again, annoyingly, but it's crazy that some people say I, I I take a maybe at the end of the second round, but it's not gonna happen. Could he start slow? Maybe. Could Daryl Williams get the official start in week one or Darwin Thompson? Could Clyde Edwards Hilaire get five or six carries in week one and week two, get three or four receptions, do really well because the guy's going to be ultra productive. This is a Jamal Charles type running back where you see running backs run for 4.2, 4.3, 4.4 yards a pop. And then a Jamal Charles comes along and gets over five, five and a half yards per carry. That's Clyde Edwards Hilaire. He will be ultra efficient. This will be the only running back averaging over five yards a pop in 2020. Ultra efficient. Amazing in space. On a team that defenses can't worry about a rookie running back, and they won't. Even if Clyde blows up for 120 and two or three touchdowns on the ground one week, defenses won't walk into the next week going, we've got to shut down Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. They're not going to adjust in time. They're going to say, look, they got Kelsey. we got to worry about Mahomes. they got Tyreek Hill, Miko Hardman speeding around the field. This team is so loaded, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is going to look like he's back on the college football field. And he's going to make people look like fools on the regular with his left-to-right micro-movement ability where he literally moves one way and, and continuing to go north and south, typically north, defenders roll right off him. No one can find a way to hit this guy with a direct hit because he's a micro-movement machine. Look up micro-movement in the dictionary. Look up micro-movement in the dictionary. And it's got a picture of, hey, it's me drafting Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Slow start, sure. Rookies might have slow starts across the board because offenses can't be absorbed that quickly. It's okay. Sometimes it's good not to have a rookie running back go full steam ahead. You want them in stride around week four, week three, so that they don't hit that rookie wall, which most rookie running backs will 
Why? Because they're they're used to that short college season. They break down week 11, 12, 10. Slow start might be a good thing, and he might still be ultra productive during weeks one, two, and three. So even if they say Daryl Williams might start week one, don't hold back and keep Clyde out. Clyde might get five carries for 55 yards and break off a 35, 45, 50 yard reception for a touchdown. I I got a weird, weird feeling his first carry is gonna be a long touchdown or his first reception. His first play in the NFL is gonna be electric. Next piece of news. Okay, so we finally have some closure with the Antonio Brown. Will he get suspended? Will he not get suspended? What what are teams looking at if they bring him in? He suspended eight games for violating the personal conduct policy. I think he's going to play again. And when he announced his retirement again the other day, I said, don't even take it seriously. It's fake news news. And I said it was going to take him a minute or two before he wanted back in or some news brewed that got him excited. This will do it. Now, what's this mean for fantasy? It means that you should have dropped him if you did. I told you not to. He needed to be drafted before this news in the 10, 11 round range in most redraft leagues because he can be a baller, a league winner for you at that range. And who are you passing on in in round 10 or 11? Who cares? Take a stab on Antonio Brown. Now he's going to go probably higher, like ninth round, eighth round. And he'll be worth a, a stab there. Now, the good news here is if he does go somewhere like like Baltimore, where you're going to be like, oh, God, that sucks for Hollywood Brown. Smitty, you love Hollywood Brown. Now, that's one of the teams that people are tying him to. But we're talking about eight games of Hollywood Brown being the guy, developing, being the lead dog for Lamar. Even if Brown does end up signing with the Ravens and, and emerging, I still think Hollywood's going to fall out in 2020. Hollywood Brown's a top 12 wide receiver in the making for me. And again, I'm not going to be that like shocked if Antonio Brown returns and doesn't drop elite numbers in week 9, 10, 11, and it takes him a while to, to really kind of show up. And I don't think he's going to eat in to Hollywood Brown, who will be firing on all cylinders by week 9 and 10. And he may not even sign at Baltimore. Again, don't let it affect how you draft or value other players right now. We're talking about eight missed games. That's a lot of time. But check your waiver wire. Make sure Bill from Accounting didn't drop Antonio Brown the other day when he announced his fake retirement. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers land LaShawn McCoy. What's this mean? Honestly, I I don't know that I expect too much out of McCoy. I think that Ronald Jones will still get the start in week one. And, and could have a very productive year. If anything, this might devalue Ronald Jones and Vaughn enough that you can wait really late to grab both of them and I think kind of have the starter. Now, you run the risk of whether McCoy commands more work than I than I expect. He could. You could just stay away from this backfield entirely. I might do that uh, in most of my leagues. I'm just saying if you're in a bind, you screw up with the flow of your draft and you're looking at a weak running back too, Ronald Jones and Vaughn together could be pretty darn good at that value. But in general, I probably am staying away from the, the backfield entirely. Who knows? They could trade for Lev Bell midseason too and make, make this even more complicated. <laughs> Kenny Galladay contracts COVID-19 or has been very close to somebody that's had it. He's on the COVID-19 reserve list. Uh, we Again, we don't know really what this means in terms of a player being less susceptible to catching COVID-19 again. I truly believe that it's better to have the player catch it early 
than to worry about them catching it later. We might see a trend in fantasy football, which I talked about months ago, where people actually rank higher if they've already caught COVID-19. I, I know people say you can catch it again, but you're probably far less likely as you likely build up antibodies against the thing. So if Galladay and a very similar player that I may or may not sometimes draft ahead of Galladay are sitting there at 3.02, I might lean Galladay now because I kind of feel like he might be less susceptible to getting COVID-19 on me. And then you got Hawkinson also getting it. This could be good for Stafford to have all of his big weapons kind of, we've got it. It's all under control now. I think Stafford might be the next one up because he's probably been playing catch with these guys. So I imagine Stafford will show up on the COVID-19 reserve list soon enough. You got guys like Wilson at running back in San Fran. I imagine that uh, we might be seeing Mostert pop up next. In other news, Antonio Gibson, a very exciting player heading into 2020. Even though he's a rookie, even though there's other running backs on that roster, he has been cross-training at both running back and wide receiver. Given the team might be shorthanded at wide receiver, he could be a very valuable fantasy football asset come week seven, week eight, week nine, when he starts really getting into his groove. A lot of big-time comparisons uh, name-wise have been have been tied to this guy. Very talented. Don't expect too much, but don't pass on him when you're getting the names in your draft where you're like, I don't even know if I'm going to cut this guy next week or not. A contract extension being worked on right now with Deshaun Watson. We'll see where that goes. But it's tough to know what players are going to accept now moving forward with that Mahomes deal and what teams are going to be willing to offer. We could be looking at a huge gap between what player expectation now is and what teams are actually willing to pay their non-Mahomes players. That is going to do it for this episode of the Fantasy Football Show News. Subscribe, follow, and get some as always over at sleeperu.com where you can get your bold predictions, your rankings, all of that. Sleeper U, the letter U like a university and don't forget to get your smitty hat on sale at sleeper u the letter u.com slash merch top five running back you're watching the fantasy football show smitty